0: Good morning and uh, welcome uh, to Hope Church. Uh, if you're visiting, um, just particularly welcome. You're just that little bit more welcome than everybody else. Um, and so I hope you feel relaxed and comfortable. Um, we just we just love Jesus and we want to um, uh, see Him uh, work in our lives. We want to become more like Him. Uh, bottom line is most of us feel like we're failing at it most of the time, um, but we keep going, and uh, we want to keep pressing into Him and allow him to change us, allow him to lead us and speak to us, and uh, so part of our morning is worship, uh, which is a huge deal for us, because uh, we want to lift up his name, but also part of it is, God, what are you saying, and, uh, and w- there's space in the worship time for people to share things that they feel God's saying, and that's been great today, their contributions, there's also a moment where somebody will have prepared a talk, so this is it, this is that moment, and um, so I want to look at a, uh, a psalm, no not a psalm, uh, is it a psalm? Oh no, no, I've written, no it's not, it's Isaiah, Isaiah 55. Uh, I've been reading it as a psalm all this time, but it's not, it's in Isaiah. Um, but uh, listen to this, come all who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. It's curious, isn't it? You haven't got any money, but you can still buy. But curious. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. For he has endued you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord. And he will have mercy on them, and to our God, for He will freely pardon. For my, this is the bit that I want to particularly draw your attention to, but I, I couldn't help but read the whole thing because it's so good. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I think we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, it's a great bit of Scripture, and it's saying an awful lot. Um, it's saying if you're thirsty, come and drink. If you're hungry, come and buy uh, good food uh, without cost. Um, so it's free, but you buy it. And it's a bit, a bit curious. It talks about um, summoning nations. I, I mean, you know, so... So it's, a, it's about having influence. It's about being elevated, being lifted up in such a way that actually even nations will look to you and say, you, we need your help. Uh, we're going to come running to you for help. And it's a big deal. It's saying all sorts of things. But the, 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 the pivotal bit, and there's a bit in the middle of it, uh, all of it's like in speech marks, but there's a bit that has its own speech marks. Um, and it's that bit that I drew your attention to as, as we read it, and it is... Um, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my way, your ways, my ways," declares the Lord. "As high as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways, higher than your ways. And I've, so I, I've, I've been spending a bit of time thinking about and, and doing a little bit of a study on the amount of times it talks about His ways, uh, God's ways. And, uh, and there's, there's quite a lot of the Psalms, that's why I got confused with Psalms, there's quite a lot of the Psalms that cry out to God and say, teach me your ways, O God, that I may walk in them. Uh, and, and there's this, this sense that as we, as, uh, as we cry out to God, he teaches us his ways and it changes how we live. It changes our lives. And, and walking in God's ways promises a straight path. Walking in God's ways promises Things to happen differently. So those who walk in God's ways, supernatural things open up. So those who walk in God's ways suddenly find themselves having influence beyond what they expected. So they're talking about a nation, um, nations looking to them. Um, it was influence beyond what they expected. And, and as we, as we, uh, as we align ourselves with His ways and say, God, would you teach me Your ways? Things happen. As we, you know, as we do that. Uh, you, you, have a, you have a small basket of food and suddenly you can feed 5,000. How? How does that work? God's ways are not our ways, are they? Uh, God, when, when we live in God's ways, things, things don't follow the normal order, the normal pattern of life. Extraordinary things happen when we follow his ways because his ways are so much higher than our ways. Have you got it? Yes? Cool. Come on, wake up, folks. Uh, Great, thanks, Julie. Um, So his ways are so much higher than our ways. And here's the picture that I had when I was starting to prepare this talk, is that for for many of us, and this is the battle, isn't it? The battle of life as a follower of Jesus is to uh, continually live in his ways and not ours. Is that not a fair summary of the Christian walk? Uh, and the picture that I've had is as of like a, either a train track or what I actually saw. I remember once I was driving my car in the snow. Um, I was a young man, um, and I didn't know much. I was, I was driving a Fiat Strada automatic. didn't know it was automatic when I bidded for it at the auction. Uh, but uh, anyway, I got this car, 160 pounds it cost me. Um, it was a butte, and, uh, and I was driving my Fiat Strada, and, uh, and it was in the snow. And it was it was that you know that phase. It was it was actually back in those days when I was a lad. We had we had proper snow, uh, and um, and uh, and and it was it had been deep snow, and then it then it had done the the deep frost thing. Do you know what I mean? So you've got the snow. The snow's not thawed or, or cleared from the roads, and then there's a deep frost. So the snow turns into ice, and. And where, there was, where, ro- where cars had traveled before, I, I grew up in the country, so it's sort of country lanes and stuff, where cars had traveled before, there were grooves in the snow. And there was one occasion when I was, in the, I was driving my car in the snow, sort of a young man, so enjoying it a little bit, um, a little bit of skidding and stuff like that, uh, but I was in these grooves um, and, and I was feeling comfortable and safe in the grooves until a lorry was coming the other way. Um, and, and uh, uh, you, you, you look and you think I've got my grooves, he has no grooves and, uh, and the lorries come the other way and, and I try and steer out of the grooves and of course the car keeps staying in the grooves because of the ice uh, and the lorry didn't show any signs of slowing down um, and, uh, and so I had to really steer and I got out of the grooves but ended in, ended in the ditch. Uh, one of life's lessons um, and uh, as a young man you seem to learn more uh, of these life lessons uh, but here's the thing in our lives we can find ourselves stuck in grooves can't we and, and we can find ourselves living in these grooves of our ways and God wants to to free us from some of those grooves so that we can live his way as in his way there's freedom in his way things happen differently you, have you got me? Um, and I, so I want you, as we're, as we're going through this, I want you to be thinking, look at four areas of life uh, that, that we can get stuck in our way of thinking as opposed to his way of thinking. But I want you to be thinking, I'm going to make, I'll, I'll use some examples and stuff. But the bottom line is I probably won't mention your favorite groove that you get stuck in. Uh, and I want, I want you to be thinking and asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, teach me your ways. Show me in what ways I'm living my way as opposed to your way and how, and how can I change how can I get out of that groove uh, and, be, and be fully living and walking in the ways of the Lord is that alright it's okay with Seb he nodded um, but everyone else not so much um, so, so the first, the first thing um, that I want us to think about is our thinking, and our thinking sometimes can be, um, yeah, it just can be that we 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 have a way of thinking. It's how it's who I am. It's how I am. I think like this. You know, anyone anyone here has a leaning towards worrying? All right, come on, we're in church. We might as well be honest. Come on, nice and high. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, we have a, we have a leaning towards worrying, um, and and anyone anyone um, here happy and convinced that that's God's way? Right, okay, so we're we're on the right tracks, um, and so and so we we th- there's a call for us to cry out to God and say, "Teach me your ways, teach me how to live your ways," because actually, well, my way sometimes involves worrying. Um, and, and God wants to free us from that worrying. He's, his plan is, to, I mean, you know, I, I love it in the Bible in Matthew where it says, don't worry about tomorrow. And then it says, and then it says, it's like, I mean, I love the Bible and it's true and it's the word of God and it's powerful. But then it says, just for those worriers, it says for tomorrow's enough trouble of its own. So the worriers amongst us are like, what, what's, to, what's going to happen tomorrow then? <laughs> it's not saying that. What it's saying is live for today. You've got grace for today and God will give you grace for tomorrow. That's what he's saying. He's saying, don't worry about it. The, the, the birds of the air, they, they're fed and watered. Uh, the, the lilies, they, they're splendid and beautiful. Don't worry about those things because your father knows that you need those things and he gives you those things. Live in today is what he's saying. But it's easier said than done, isn't it? And here are, here are just some of the, of the thought patterns that I think are not his way that we sometimes fall into. Um, and, I, and, and I believe... We need to train ourselves to think his way. There is a training ourselves. There is a I'm I'm rejecting that thought, and I'm going to live this thought. But there are sometimes as well, and we'll perhaps come to this. There's sometimes as well where we need somebody's help. We need somebody to pray for us and set us free from a from a deep. Sometimes the grooves that we're in a deep, and we we find it really hard to get ourselves out of those grooves. We not, might need some extra prayer. But here are some of the ways that our thought. Our thoughts can be not his ways. Um, and I, I won't do the show of hands. Um, but, but there will still be some of us that, that there's, a, there's a deep thinking or even an occasional thinking that is, I'm, I'm not good enough. My default is, I don't make the grade. I won't try that because I'll probably fail. I won't take that risk. I won't have a go at doing that. Everyone thinks I'm no good. Okay? Now, I know that there's some of us that think that stuff. Okay? And, and, and that's not God's ways. God wants to release us from thinking things that are not his ways. It's easier said than done, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's easy for me to say, you shouldn't think like that. Well, hang on a minute, Jim, I do. All right? <laughs> isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But, but what I want to say is God lifts us. God, God actually has the supernatural power to change our thinking. It says, it says in the Bible, in, in Romans, it says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's a supernatural thing here uh, that God wants to do amongst us. And, I, and I'm praying today that, yes, there's a, there, the, the, some of us may need to challenge thoughts. Let's have a look at some other thoughts. Um, God can't or won't use me for anything. Some, some of us think that. Okay? Some, of, some of us think that some of the time. Some of us think it a lot of the time. Um, it's not true. Because we're called and chosen to be part of his kingdom. We have a unique part to play. That's the truth of it. But our thinking keeps us in that groove sometimes. And we're not free to, to, to fly like the eagles. We're not free to be in the purposes of God and live in the good of the will of God um that there, there are times when some of us think god doesn't love me he you know he can't love me because of xyz he, he it may it may be he won't love me because of things that i've done it may be he can't he won't love me because if he loved me this wouldn't be happening in my life okay and and that's a big deal isn't it you know bad stuff can happen can't it um, being a Christian does it make us immune to really p- unpleasant, painful periods of our life? No, doesn't it? You know, uh, but but if if those unpleasant experiences start to shape our thinking and make us think God doesn't love me, then we've got ourselves into a groove of our thinking that is not His thinking, and His ways, His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Um. I can't be forgiven. Is a, is a thing that we sometimes think? I could never forgive anyone. Ever said that? I'd never. I can never forgive them. It's not true. It's our way thinking. His ways are higher. I'm ugly. I wasn't saying that. I'm saying that's what sometimes people think. I think I'm all right. Um. It's you know these the, you know there are other things, nothing ever goes right for me. Have we, ever, have we ever have we ever signed up to that belief? It will never go right. Things come in threes. whatever I don't know. Whatever whatever it is you do, um, th- those are some examples that I've got. What, but what what are yours? Be thinking now. What are yours? What are the grooves of your thinking that isn't His ways that you get? You're prone to. And God teach me Your ways that I may walk in them, set me free from these trenches, these, these ridges of, of my thinking that are unhelpful. So how do we do it? Well, I think we cry out to God. We say, God, teach me, show me, reveal. When, when the Holy Spirit reveals a, an alternative way of thinking to us, it comes, it comes with more than just information, doesn't it? comes with power, comes with authority, comes with it's revelation that changes our perspective. Okay, I can tell you, don't think like that. But the Holy Spirit can say, no, think like that. I want you to believe this. And when the Holy Spirit says it, it's different, isn't it? So we can cry out to God and say, God, teach me your ways. Teach me how to think like you think. I think, I think there is a need for, for challenging it there is a need for speaking to yourself David spoke to himself, King David didn't he bless the Lord oh my soul he's talking to himself, I'm going to praise God anyway I don't feel like it but I'm going to praise God anyway bless his holy name um, speak to yourself it's not, it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not the sign of madness it's not bad to speak to yourself so, so, so talk to yourself and say no I'm going to challenge that thinking so, so the worry is that I got you to put your hands up do you talk to yourself and say, "No, that's not the way I should think challenge challenge the thoughts, be aware of the thoughts, yes, Julie great, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Round of applause from Wheelie. She wants the sheet of paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but why not do that? Why not write some truths down? Because it's truth that deals with the lies. Why not, what, you know, um, any, anyone think, right, no, I do battle with getting in, stuck in a rut sometimes. Anyone put your hand up. I do battle with that sometimes. I, I, yeah, I, okay. Um, have, you got, have you got some alternative truths written down somewhere? Okay, Yes? Put your hand up if you've got some alternative truths written down somewhere that you use. Marvellous. Okay? If you haven't, dig into some. Hands up if you've got some but you never look at it. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe do that. So, so, so cry out to God. Teach me your way. Second thing, uh, challenge the thinking. Challenge it with truth. Find the alternative truth that this is God's way and I'm going to challenge it. and I, I'm going to align my thinking to his word and not my feelings. Um. Where are we? I think, I think there are times where we've done those things. We've, we've asked God. We've cried out to God. We, we challenge the thoughts. I think there are times when we sometimes need to say to somebody, I think I need some prayer. I'm a bit stuck. I can't, I can't seem to shift it. And there are things in our, in our thinking, in our, in our outlook, that is not his ways, that we call strongholds. And it's like, it's like this thinking, this thought is kind of, it's dug in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and, it, and it's a deep-rooted thinking. And maybe there's something of the enemy involved in that. And, and he, he's wanted to keep that territory in our lives. And, and sometimes to deal with that, we need somebody else to lay hands on us and break the power of that stronghold i mean so if you if you feel like if you find that you are regularly coming back to the same thing and you're not managing to get free you are doing the things that you should do but you keep coming back to that same thing well maybe it's time to say can somebody pray for me i need this doubt with take responsibility for it i'm not saying someone's going to wave a magic wand and it's going to make it all okay for you and easy for you but sometimes we do need some prayer to to, to, to break the hold of something in our lives okay okay so that's the first thing, it's our thinking, okay? It's the, 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 you know, teach me your ways, God, in the way I think. Second thing is, um, is our stuff. God's ways actually affects everything. Um, and uh, there's a way of handling our stuff, our possessions, our money, our, you know, the stuff that we accumulate, um, that, there's a way of doing that our way, and there's a way of doing it his way. And they're quite different. And to be honest with you, when we become a Christian, when, to, when we decide to follow Jesus, it, on, on stuff like material possessions and money, it, it needs to be a revolution. It's a, you know, his ways, in terms of dealing with possessions and money, are totally different from our ways. Let me just, let me just you know, he talks about not storing away in barns. So, and the implication is, the implication is not, not trying to plan, this is what he, I think it's saying, okay? And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm hitting a bit of a stronghold potentially, but I, don't, I think he's saying, don't bother saving for the future. Because God's going to look after you in the future. Discuss. Well, it sounds like he's saying, don't, don't store away in bonds. It sounds like he's saying, don't, don't worry about saving and storing all your stuff for the future for a rainy day cuz got to look after you in the future look it up don't you know i'm just being provocative okay but what i'm saying what i'm saying is that kingdom jesus's way of dealing with stuff and finances and and house ownership and all of those things is not our way it's higher than our way it's different from our way and 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 actually there there needs to be and I, and i think probably i can all, you know probably in, in our culture, in our Western world, this is probably an area that we're a bit blind to. Because we like our stuff, don't we? Yes? And you don't talk to an Englishman about money, do you? Well, Jesus does. Jesus says, it's mine. It's not yours. Well, your stuff's on loan. Jesus says things like, whatever you've got is going to be burnt anyway at the end. Can't take it with you. what I mean? So how do you handle your stuff? Is it his way? Is it your way? How do you handle the challenges of money? Is it his way or is it your way? Now I'm being a bit provocative, alright? Do you know what I mean? If you've got an ISA, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't have an ISA. I'm just, I'm just saying that his way is so radically different from, from the, the, our way of thinking. Our natural inclination might not be his way. And the, the best way to get his way is not, these, the, this is the list of, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't have an ISA. you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't get a mortgage, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't get a loan. You, I'm not saying that. I'm saying tap into his way, which, which is actually sometimes different for each one of us, because he, he wants to say something to Demon he wants to say something else to Seb. And so we tap into him, and we have a relationship with him. That's why I think Richard mentioned this the other week. That you know the, the what would Jesus do wristbands that people don't wear so much these days. Uh, it's a nineties thing, I think. The WWJD? I don't know what Jesus what would Jesus would do. Do you know what I mean? If I was if I was in a room, and and there was a blind person come, and Jesus was going to pray for them, I wouldn't. If I hadn't read the story, I wouldn't think I know what he's going to do. He's going to spit in their eye. I wouldn't think that. That wouldn't be the WWJD thing that I would come up with. Jesus does what he wants. And so to know what Jesus would do, we have to kind of know him and be in relationship with him. So I'm not talking about legalism when it comes to money. I'm not talking about, you know, oh, it's bad to be rich. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we, that we, that we align ourselves with his way and we have a relationship with him. And, we, and we're, we're happy to be radically different when it comes to our money. So is Jesus leading you to be a homeowner, Is it, or is he not? Is Jesus leading you to save for the future, or is he not? Our, our Western thinking is, you've got to save. You've got to, you've got to get on the property ladder. It's not necessarily his way. Okay? All right, does anyone want to shout at me, be angry with me or anything? No. You know, uh, uh, generosity with our stuff. His way is generous. His way is, well, it's mine, but, you know, someone's asked me for my coat, i give it. Oh, hang on a minute, Jim. This is, this is not easy stuff, is it? Feels like feels like this is, I can, particularly in, in, our, in our English Western way of thinking, this is a bit of a challenge, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But if I give that to them, I don't, I don't have it anymore. Well, God gave it to you in the first place. He might give you another. It's a revolution, folks. It's a revolution. But hang on a minute. I can't give all of that away. I can't give that money away. How am I going to retire? How am I going to... God says do it. You do it. His way, not our way. Can you see? His ways are higher than our ways. And we try and figure this stuff out. Some of you now are trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. Say, God, teach me your ways when it comes to my stuff. Help me to be free from the world's way of thinking. Help me to be free from my default way of thinking. Get me out of these grooves to be in your way of thinking. See, in, in our way of thinking, and now this could be misunderstood, okay? Most of what I've said so far could be misunderstood. But in, in, in our in our way of thinking, it's it's maths. We 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 either have the money or we don't. If our salary will pay for, if our salary, our benefits or our allowance will, will pay for it, then we can do it. If it doesn't, then we can't. All right. Well, I'm I'm here to say it doesn't always work like that. Done the maths. We can't do it, but God did it. Oh, not been here. I, I don't want to encourage irresponsibility. responsibility. I don't want you to now go and sign up to Sky and you haven't got the money to pay for it. Okay? I want you to follow what the Spirit's telling you to do and not be restricted by some of our ways of thinking. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not saying don't do the maths. I'm not saying don't work it out. I'm saying be free to do it His way. And His way, sometimes the maths doesn't add up. Should I, should I give up? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Um, but nevertheless, he wants to, he is bothered about, he is concerned about how you handle your stuff. He is concerned about, he is bothered about how you handle your money. And he's more concerned about generosity than he is how frugal you are. Can we agree on that? Great. Okay, I'll move on then. Well, we're, well, we're all happy. Um. Third thing, Um, challenges. We can be there's there's our way of dealing with challenges. How do you deal with pressure? (laughs) How do you deal with challenges? Because they come, don't they? We we have sometimes we can go through quite a long period of time when actually it's all right. Do you know what I mean? And then suddenly the washing machine breaks. Then then the fridge goes. Then the car goes. And suddenly we're like. I, you know, pressure, challenge, or, or a major crisis can go on in our lives and we're, we're confronted with challenge. A life-changing event can hit us with challenge. And it's in those moments where we really know whether we live God's way or our way. And it's so, it's so tempting, isn't it? to default back to some of the, our way of thinking when we hit challenge when we hit pressure that, that oh I can't I can't do it you know uh, my, my way of thinking is may, m- maybe I'm just saying your way of thinking might be I'm under pressure I'm challenged I'm feeling life is really difficult I'm going to just go, I'm just going to retreat I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back I can't I can't I can't go to church, I can't be with people, I'm just going to retreat back in and I'm going to close the doors, shut myself in and I'm going to deal with this by myself. That, is, that, that may be your way of thinking that actually may be a rut that you need to get out of. Because his way of thinking says things like, no, actually be in the community. Weep when someone weeps. Be a family that actually can carry one another's burdens. That that actually, you can say, "Do you know what? I I don't, I don't know what to do." You can say, "This has happened in my life, and it feels like God's not here." There's a psalm that says, "My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" It's an honest psalm, isn't it? Okay. And and hands up if sometimes you feel like that. You wouldn't be human. You wouldn't. We do sometimes feel like that. Where are you, God? Do you know what I mean? Um, and it, and it's, it's having the courage and the honesty to say, this is how I feel right now, but I'm going I'm to feel it with the family. I'm going to feel it with everyone else. I want to talk about it. I'm going to express my feelings. And I'm going I'm to appreciate the arm around my shoulder and somebody saying, yeah, I know it's really hard, but he does love you. He is with you. And we're with you as well. It's the, it's the ways of God. It's not our ways. Our ways are to, 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 to pull back, to isolate James tells us that, he says, consider it joy. I mean, I love the Bible, but sometimes you think, consider it joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. It's it's a good one to preach on, because you can really feel the power of that when you preach on it. It's a good one to look at and think, "Mm, yes, it's good, really good, until you're in a trial and you think, joy? (laughs) I don't feel joyous about this trial. But but actually what he's saying is, take a step backwards. Take Take a step back, have a different... Have a different perspective, have a different have a different view of that situation. Actually, this situation is a trial. If it it wouldn't be called a trial if it wasn't a trial. It is a trial and it is hard and it isn't, it isn't pleasant. Okay? So it's okay for trials to feel like trials. Otherwise, there wouldn't be trials. Okay? Because you can feel it's bad. Okay? But but when we take a step back, we can see that actually, if we if we're living his ways, we take a step back and we see. What's happening here is my faith is being tested. What's happening here is my faith is being purified, my faith here is growing. What's happening here is, is I'm in a trial, but I still love Jesus. I'm in a trial, but I'm, but I'm happy to say, I love God. I'm happy to come to church and sing and worship God. And we I, I, you know, I won't go to the stories, but I've known times in here, in this room, when I've seen people worshiping God. When you think, man, I'm not sure I would be, and it blesses me. It really blesses me because because this is God's way. It's not. It's not. It's it's not rational. It's, do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a higher way to say I'm going to praise Him anyway. Do you know what I mean? You know. He gives and takes away. When we sing that song, and some of us are knowing the pain of what He's taken away. Sorry, going to make some people cry. But but you know what? It blesses me when I say I'm going to sing it anyway. Because what's happening is some faith is being purified. And maturity is coming. Strength is coming. Because we're saying, I'm, I'm going I'm, to, you know, the, 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 the my way of thinking, the our way of thinking might become bitter, twisted. Reject it, can't forgive, can't move on, can't get past this. His way is, I'm going to praise you anyway. I feel pain here. We acknowledge the pain. Don't, let, don't ever ignore the pain. We acknowledge it, but I'm going to praise you anyway. Is that all right? His ways are higher than our ways. See, in His ways, we can have peace when we really shouldn't have peace. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's supernatural peace. It's not the absence of pain. Sometimes you can have we we there are different kinds of trials. We we as a church right now have in front of us a pretty big uh, giant, right? That giant is called the granary building, okay? And so um, Muggins here gets to sit in meetings and hear the figures. And, and speak to builders. So I've sat, I've, I've spoke to the builder this week and said, Is there any chance that figure can be reduced? Because <laughs> uh, it's a giant. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and and there's, 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 there's my way of dealing with, there's my natural way of dealing with that giant, that challenge, and trying to figure out how it's going to work. You know, so we can, I, I can do all sorts of things, okay? Okay, little secret. What I could do, I don't think I, ha- I haven't actually done this. But what sometimes comes to your mind is, right, okay, that's how much we need for the granary. How many people in church? Right, one, two, three, four, five. Right, are they going to give now? Probably not. Um, they, they might give. They might give. Right, there's about that number of people. Right, so I need to now challenge people to give that amount of money each because that's about the number. You can't, do you know what? You just can't do the maths for these giants. They're too big. We need about a million quid. You know what I mean? You do the maths. You look around the room. We can't do that. His ways are higher than our ways. So what we do is we we say, God, what are you saying? What are you saying, Jesus? And what he seems to be saying loud and clear is keep taking steps. Do the next thing. Do the next step. And so we find ourselves, it's a bit embarrassing, because you find yourself in a meeting and someone says, sorry, have you not thought about this, the lack of money? As an obvious example. And you're sort of a bit embarrassed. You sort of say, well, we did, but God said, take the next step so that's where we are we've taken the next step so so you can look at that and you can think God these leaders they don't know what they're doing they're irresponsible y- yeah we haven't got a clue we haven't got a clue what we're going to do we haven't got a f- the faintest idea how God's going to give us a million quid for the building confession time but we do it his way he said do the next step that's what we're doing You, are you, are you with me in it because actually that That you know, those of us that are in the meetings and trying to figure out how we're going to do this thing have one perspective. There's another perspective that is you sat where you are, wrestling with well, they're going to be. You know, we haven't given you a date for another um, gift day, but as sure as eggs is eggs, there's going to be another one coming up, isn't there? At some point. So you've got then the, the thing. Well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do it? Well, I gave all my ice the last time. You know, I've I've already not done the kitchen. How are we going to do it? I don't know. But you've got your journey. We've got our journey collectively, and and we we do it differently. We say, God, what do you want to do? And if God says, well, I want you to give that. Well, really? But then what about? No. God says, do it, do it. God says, don't do it, don't do it. Anyway, I'm going to have one one last one last point. Is that okay? I think we're okay. We're still friends at the moment. There's been some frowns, some, oh, I'm not sure about that, a few tears, but I think we're getting through it, okay? Uh, but, but it's just so important. It is just so important that we acknowledge that there are times and there are, there are parts of our life sometimes that, that we're not living his way, we're living, we're not, yeah, we're living our way. And we need to be challenged by it and say, God, your ways, because his ways are so much better, so much bigger. And, uh, and, and I've put a title, and sorry about the lack of notes, um, but I put a title, Our Activity. What, and what I mean is stuff that energizes us, stuff that we like doing, stuff that, that, that gets us out of bed in the morning. Um, and, and, you know, our way, or before we're a believer way, can be just about stuff that you can touch, feel, and see. When we when we when we become a follower of Jesus, there's this revolution that takes place, and suddenly what we our ambition and what we're driving after becomes different. So I want to say to you, if if your drive, your passion, your zeal, the, the the thumping of your heart is not the kingdom of God, then why not? I got out of bed the wrong side this morning, didn't I? <laughs> no. It needs to be, doesn't it? Followers of Jesus live for his kingdom. So you might be doing all sorts of things. You might be going to college. You might be going to work. You might be being a, an at-home mom. You might be uh, trying to get a job. You, you might be doing all sorts of things, okay? And those are good things. But those things, like, come in line with and support and build the kingdom of heaven. So, so is your job... Are you looking for ways? How can my job see the kingdom of heaven advance and grow and develop? Because I mean, otherwise, it's just a thing. What is is it about the kingdom? We look for different opportunities in that, don't we? We do our job really well. We work really hard and we and we function really well, but we do it because we want to see the kingdom come. So then when we get a then we get a conflict, we get a moment of of uh, someone wants you to do some something that you think isn't right, well, it's not about your job. It's about your, it's about the kingdom. So it becomes a decision that's already made. You do the right thing. Do you know what I mean? When there, when there, when there comes an opportunity to tell someone about why you're so positive or why you go to church, well, it's all, it's all, it's about the kingdom it's a no-brainer you say oh, no it's because i love jesus or something like that something probably less cheesy i'd suggest okay um i better come into land um what i've been trying to do is say come on let's be those that cry out to him and say teach me your ways O god because his ways are so much different from our ways and you know what? If, we, if it's left unchallenged, we default back to our ways. We default back to just doing what makes sense. Let's, let's be released to be people that do what he wants. Can I pray? Yeah, Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for your kingdom we want to thank you God that you've called us to live a totally different way so I just pray for whatever it is that you want to put your finger on in each one of us uh, God that you do that with grace and that we would be drawn into an adventure of discovering your ways and living your ways I pray for those of us that are feeling trapped in a way of thinking that we can't escape from I pray God deliver us from these things and help us to be released into thinking the way that you think. Pray for how we handle our money, how we handle our stuff. God release us into a different way of thinking. Keep us from worrying. Worrying. Give us a, a, a courageous spirit. Above all else, God, we pray that everything that we are, everything that we do, we do for Your kingdom. In Jesus' name, Amen. Just to say, if you do, if there is, if there are things that you feel trapped in, that you feel like I can't escape from that way of thinking, now, I'm stuck in it. Um, come and either chat to me at the end if you want to, or are a small group leader or somebody that you came with and get some prayer. Uh, maybe not this morning, but organise another time to get some prayer. All right? We're done. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next time. Oh, Dan wants to say something. Don't go yet. Last week, five or six of you got trapped because at one o'clock the gates are automatically shut in the back car park. But if you approach the gates... I am assured that they will automatically open. If they don't, I'm sure somebody here will come and feed you Sunday lunch through the gates. But uh, no, just give me a call and I can get the caretaker out. Thank you.